I'd been meaning to put up our interviews and all these other special talks uh, about catch wrestling up on some sort of uh, podcast platform, and I'd actually been looking around, and um, now I think Anchor.fm is uh, probably one of the best bets for you. Uh, you the inter- user interface has actually gotten much better. Um, it's free. They also have all these different tools, that, which I think work much better than they used to, uh, to edit and everything, so you can uh, put up a nice podcast, which we'll get more into later, so hopefully everything gets smoother later on. Um, also, they distribute your podcast for you, so it shows up on Spotify, Apple, uh, Google Podcasts, everything like that, and you can also get sponsorships. So uh, go ahead and check it out. Hey, and we're live. All right. So first, first of all, I want to thank everyone um, who has um, like asked questions. Everyone seems to be really respectable and uh, respectful um, on all our social media platforms and stuff. I've been getting a lot of questions, uh, even more so recently, about uh, the differences between uh, catch wrestling and and jujitsu in particular, because you know jujitsu is so popular and it's just like really everywhere nowadays um especially if you live in like big cities and stuff you'll see um jiu-jitsu places like um on it actually even down, down the same street that i'm on now um there is a jiu-jitsu um dojo on the end of the street and then a couple blocks from there is actually a really super famous uh jiu-jitsu place uh just you know a few blocks more over right so um uh, so I'm in LA, right? So um, we have a lot, right? Um, so you know, just want to thank you, you know, first and foremost, because I think uh, we've been having some good conversations, and uh, you guys have been bringing up some good points. And so I kind of want to uh, take like uh, some of my point of view to so kind of explain a little bit more, especially in a live video format, um, so we can kind of talk about it a little bit easier. Uh, so feel free to ask any questions at any time. You know, type it in. Um, and I'll try to answer them. So I'll kind of give you some uh, background too, where um, I think one of you guys in particular, I remember this week was asking about uh, guard and stuff. Um, oh yeah, because of the video that we, we released earlier was uh, earlier this week was about uh, using catch wrestling to pass guard. This has been something that I've been talking about for a long time uh, in, a, in a lot of my videos where you can use a lot of the pinning principles to uh, be able to pass someone's guard, right? So a lot of the times, even some of these techniques might look similar to uh, some of the passings you, you'll see in jiu-jitsu. Like, even what comes to my mind, if you guys are really familiar with jiu-jitsu, uh, is called Toriando passing, right? So a lot of times, especially if you're wearing the gi pants, right, you can kind of uh, get a, a bunch of the, the leg, right, the pant leg, and uh, try to control them and try to uh, pass accordingly. There's a lot of similar principles uh, from, like, say, like Toriando passing, where we can put some pressure on the legs or try to move the legs. And uh, the video that I uh, showed you guys this week, where uh, it was a little bit of a combination between trying to control a leg. So the video this week was uh, Carolyn Clem uh, doing a guard pass. Uh, actually, it was in a catch wrestling tournament, but the the uh, the woman that she her opponent was uh, kind of close to 
more like a seated guard position. So Carolyn was able to kind of do like a push-pull maneuver where she reached in, was still able to reach her opponent's the, the head, like the back of the neck. So she kind of pulled her towards her, and that was able to get the opponent's foot off of, off of Carolyn's uh, hip. So that kind of pulled it down, and then so when she pushed forward, she was able to then, like, quote-unquote, pass the guard. So there, one of the reasons why I'm saying passing the guard is because it's so familiar with, especially a lot of you uh, who follow this channel or watch or listen to this, because, um, you know, jiu-jitsu is really, uh, you know, so like I said, so dominant that it's probably your uh, frame of reference. I'm not going to say that I'm not, I can't deny that I'm, I haven't spent years uh, training in and even teaching at jiu -jitsu, different jiu-jitsu academies. Um, so um, that's why I know some of these terms, you know, but uh, definitely using more of the catch wrestling terminology because, I've, again, like I've also spent years, many years, um, uh, with catch wrestling as well, right? So, okay, thoughts on uh, Woodley versus, versus Covington tomorrow? Um, my... Hope, <laughs> and there's always been my hope for Woodley, um, is that uh, we can kind of see more of that combination because he has like a really strong uh, punching ability. Right? He has like the knockout power, um, but if he can still remain like dominant or at least stay in like more of a top position, uh, like the main uh, the main fight that we saw recently was uh, against Usman, and Usman was able to stay on top of him. But I, I don't think uh, Covington necessarily has that kind of mass, right, to hold him down, to, to keep Woodley down if, if he gets him down. But hopefully Woodley can uh, uh, play somewhat smart. He doesn't have to start, like, kickboxing or anything. He can still stick with kind of, like, the more boxing-oriented style that he has uh, with the wrestling. But I hope he can, uh, or I hope he's found a way to uh, either keep that distance and end up on top if it does uh, go to the ground and so then he could just ground and pound he doesn't have to um, go for any submission like uh, like he was able to uh, get a darce on Darren Till um, that was, actually I, I thought that was a pretty cool uh, pretty cool uh, technique because that's really one of the things that I like to do uh, when you're rolling with someone who does jujitsu and maybe they try to put you in half guard or whatever and uh, you can go for that same technique that Woodley did against Till uh, but yeah again that's like uh, Woodley was in the top position, right? So if if he can do that, then I think that is uh, that his that is his key, right? Anyway, key to victory. Okay, let me see what's what was your next question? It's kind of a long one. Let's see. If I could uh, make a YouTube documentary on catch wrestling, what kind of documentary would you do? Um, the main. So this is the first time I'm hearing this question, right? So I think the main thing would be um, showing the emphasis of the pin, right? Because I, I think one of the things with regards to modern day uh, catch wrestling marketing is um, people trying to show like some kind of uh, flashy submission and stuff like that. And a lot of times those those particular moves, um, even back in the day, and this is like, kind of like the point of this, a conversation where there's nothing new under the sun well a lot of these techniques even some of the flashy ones aren't necessarily new um, but a lot of times they're considered even amongst jujitsu people where it's like uh, these are considered low percentage moves or low, low percentage submissions so um, 
I personally would want to show in a documentary for of catch wrestling a lot of the, maybe the more high percentage stuff, uh, kind of like the bread and butter, like the the fundamentals that really makes catch wrestling its own unique style. And I think that's the other thing that's also being lost um, nowadays, where uh, people might know some kind of painful technique. Oh, I think there was a video. I think what Keenan Cornelius put out a video where maybe um, he he said it was like a catch wrestling technique and it was uncomfortable, right? Uh, for the his 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 uh, training partner, right to, um, but that isn't necessarily like painful moves aren't necessarily uh, all of catch wrestling, right? So, kind of want to show more of um, what catch wrestling, like the essence of catch wrestling. So I think you can kind of equate this to like a language, right? So if you learn a language, uh, you there it, there's more to a language than just learning words like how to say some how to say some of your uh, everyday objects uh, uh, using another language's words there's also a lot of culture that goes with that language as well right and so the way things are said uh, in that language by a native speaker uh, will have a lot more like nuance and uh, a lot more let me say like a lot more flavor right to it so I think that's uh, kind of a little bit of what's missing in the understanding of catch wrestling. So if I were to do a documentary on it, I would, um, I would try to get some of that flavor out, right? Because <laughs> yeah, catch wrestling is more than just flashy moves. It's a lot, actually, it has a heavy emphasis on pinning, um, and um, yeah, it has, actually has a really amazing history. So uh, another thing that kind of came out in conversations with you guys online was uh, I think some people are really starting to kind of get have some epiphanies about uh, that aspect that I'm trying to I'm trying hard to uh, kind of express to you guys right it's really its own art it's a really a fantastic art but it's not exactly just all uh, you know going diving in for some flashy uh, follow through or follow uh, flashy technique a lot of that stuff back in the day was called a show hold right so it's stuff that they would do in the, the fake uh, pro wrestling stuff. Uh, is Gotch considered the founder of catch wrestling? Uh, no, he is definitely not. He's he's uh, far from a founder, right? So uh, again, it, it, it evolved in the Lancashire region. So catch wrestling evolved, uh, and it was called Lancashire wrestling, or one of the names of it, right? Because it developed in that region of of um, of England. And it was its own style, and uh, it did evolve a little bit, right? Because uh, uh, you know, going back, you know, early eighteen hundreds, even seventeen hundreds, uh, the the types of exhibitions or like martial arts stuff that they would do in the Lancashire region could have been a little bit more aggressive, a little bit more violent. Uh, they still didn't do um, like punches or whatever, but they would allow a little bit more like kicking and stuff to go on, and uh, but it was still more. Uh, wrestling oriented right and also catch as catch can so what that meant isn't necessarily like oh get any submission you want but it's more like uh you start in a neutral position like just how all our grappling competitions are today you don't you're not touching each other you're standing in front of each other and you can then uh like grab a wrist or try to grab their neck or whatever you're free to grab wherever uh you can right so uh, like so there's different styles where you have to start in a certain starting position I think back hold right was one of the styles 
Uh, you actually have to start basically like hugging your opponent, and then you can try to go for a takedown there, or or say like the French wrestling, the Greco-Roman, what we call Greco-Roman nowadays. Uh, you can't grab the legs, stuff like that. So catch as catch can was more of like that neutral uh, starting position. Um, okay, so on to the next. Oh yeah, so yeah, basically Gotch came way way later, right? He's he's in the 1900s. Unfortunately, he died young. Right, but yeah, he he um, met right Farmer Burns, right, who was already a catch wrestler, and he, and so Farmer Burns also uh, got beat by the British wrestler, um, and uh, you know subsequently learned a lot of like the real thing after that, and then so then Burns was already wrestling, and then Gotch met him, right? So Gotch had been. Uh, interested in grappling or you know being a professional wrestler um, and uh, then you know later on he was able to to meet Gotch or meet with Farmer Burns and then Farmer Burns became his coach right so yeah Gotch is not in any way a founder but he's definitely one of the most important American wrestlers right um, let me see yeah, we'd love. So one of the questions was about whether uh, we can go to Texas to do seminars. Yeah, we'd love to. If there's like a, if anybody will have us, just uh, reach out and we can organize that. Um, thoughts on Kazma Chimeev's grappling? Actually, I haven't seen as much of. I've been hearing the name a lot more, but I haven't uh, followed that much. I haven't watched as many of uh, the fights recently. Just because, um, uh, uh, yeah, I think also. Because of COVID and all that stuff, it's like the, sometimes you just lose track of uh, lose track of time, and uh, I miss a lot of the shows. All right. Any chance you can discuss the major shift around the world as grappling competitions become more common and diplomacy through martial arts was inspired? Um, I, I would say the major shift around the world is towards uh, jujitsu-based rules, uh, whether it be IBJJF. Or like the nogi kind of sub only uh, style, um, it seems like that is the majority of the, our fan bases uh, like frame of reference. Um, so that that being said, you know people hate pins, right? But even though the pins are very helpful and they can make you a more successful grappler, uh, people I, I think they don't realize that aspect of it, and so then they just like hate it, right? And um, uh, that's one of the things I wish people would kind of want to learn a little bit more about, uh, because I, I, like, I, so I just had a student in our Catch Wrestling Alliance Academy uh, just message just a couple days ago saying that by going through our ground fundamentals course, uh, he's been employing a lot of the the lessons in there, and it's been very successful for the for this man uh, in against his jujitsu classmates. So um, it's again, that's all that's all wrestling based or pinning or pinning oriented type stuff, right? What is the best way to get more involved with the catch wrestling community? Well, thank you, thank you for all these questions. These are actually uh, really good. Um, uh, so if you want to learn more, I go ahead and say um, if you want to learn the actual style, then we have our Catch Wrestling Alliance Academy. So that is uh, basically you can learn step by step. Uh, the, basically, we have it set up where it's like 
you have the catch wrestling, the stand-up fundamentals, and then the ground fundamentals, which we commonly call mat wrestling, which is really the most vital aspect of catch wrestling. So whether or not you get a takedown or not, that shouldn't matter. Once you're on the ground, you should be uh, the more skilled. Um, so that's why we, have, we still have both. Right, so the, the stand-up fundamentals and the ground fundamentals. And so that's, once you pass that, uh, uh, then you can move on and learn some more advanced stuff and uh, more of the submission stuff. But, I mean, some of the submission stuff is already in the fundamental stuff, the fundamentals courses. Um, but um, you have to kind of have, like, a really solid mat wrestling foundation before, uh, before then. And then also, too, just uh, uh, being, like, being supportive of, of, you know, like watching our events or watching our videos, all that stuff helps if you don't necessarily want to uh, be a student or, you know, like learn the style. Uh, just, just because you're a fan, it really helps. You know, if you're watching our videos and, and stuff, that also really helps. You can also become a member of our channel. Uh, that, that also really, really helps because putting on events uh, costs money. So uh, usually, you know, we have to pay for the venue and, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of camera stuff and lighting stuff, all that stuff uh, costs money. So uh, your money would go directly into those, you know, funding those. Right. So, yeah. So And just keep in touch on our social media uh, platforms, whether it's here on YouTube or uh, Instagram or Facebook, uh, even Twitter. You guys seem less active on there, but um, but doesn't matter. Anyway, we'll, we'll get your message. Okay, let me see any other... Uh, Uh, I'm not sure exactly. So the question from Anthony was, uh, did catch wrestling use the Japanese armbar in the early days of catch? I'm not sure um, what the Japanese armbar would be in particular. Uh, if it could, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Uh, maybe you can, uh, we can do a video about that later. Uh, maybe uh, send a picture of it uh, to our Instagram or our, uh, our, our Facebook. Right? So send a direct message. Because um, basically we have a lot of straight armbar stuff. We have you know, regular arm bar, and, but you definitely want to uh, be cognizant of getting your shoulders on the mat, both shoulders, so you definitely want to, uh, say if you could do a belly down arm bar, that would, that would save you a lot of uh, stress, right, so, so just in case the person is able to get out of the arm bar or is able to defend it, uh, you don't end up pinned, right, so that's the one thing about arm bars that uh, you want to be aware of, right. The other, the other, I kind of want to tell you guys some other stories too. Um, so back when, so I used to teach at one of the Cabrinha affiliates. So it's like a big time jujitsu school. If you guys don't know who Cabrinha is, I'll bring you up to date. He's like one of, he's, he's if you're really into jujitsu, he's a legend, really. He's a, he's not the, he's not like a heavyweight, but he, in his weight, uh, he was able to win like all the, major uh, jiu-jitsu tournaments and um, his, his crowning achievement was winning all five um, like jiu-jitsu tournaments like our grappling tournaments in the world so that that includes like gi stuff and no gi he won adcc and all that um uh so anyway i was i was teaching at one of his uh, affiliates here in, in west los angeles and um Going back to the whole thing about nothing new under the sun, where it's so a lot of times saying in sport jiu-jitsu nowadays, barambolo is like a huge thing, and then uh, practicing 
that is major, but even in my no-gi class uh, that I taught there, uh, we I had one, one student who trained a lot with Marcelo Garcia. It was a student who lived in New York, trained with Marcelo, and then had to, got a job here in L.A., and I kind of referred to, I, I referred to it as a Gramby, because it's, it's really similar to a Gramby role. It's, it's almost... Uh, I think just, just come, some of the functions are a little bit different in jiu-jitsu, and so I'd, I'd totally be fine just say calling it a barambolo. But um, when I use when I said when I use the word Gramby, then the student was like, "Oh man, that's what we called it at Marcello's. We didn't call it barambolo." And like that's <laughs> even though it's like an anecdote, I'm still kind of like offering that to you guys just to kind of let you know and like how. Um, you know, put simply, it's like a lot of these moves, like well, there's even like hieroglyphs in the in the Egyptian tombs and stuff of a lot of these moves. So uh, it's they're not so completely foreign from each other. And um, I think there's one person who commented earlier this week, uh, uh, kind of talking about like um, almost as if guard, jujitsu guard, is like something that's like almost completely jujitsu created and all that, which isn't necessarily the, the case as well. I mean, because even jujitsu, what's like, uh, started in the 1920s, uh, still based off of like judo and the traditional jujitsu. So, um, uh, but that being said, also guard has a name in catch wrestling, it's called body scissors. Uh, body scissors would actually have a little bit more of a different function, like a little bit more aggressive, where you'll try to put a lot of uh, pressure uh, on the person's ribs as well to try to maneuver them. Uh, but, you know, there's still a lot of, like, kind of overlap. Um, and so, I guess the next point would be that you shouldn't uh, think, because I think that's one of the things that's been coming up a lot, where it's like people think, like, oh, well, then catch wrestling might not be uh, as useful against, like, a high-level jiu-jitsu uh, competitor. I believe that it can be, but a lot of times is maybe uh, you kind of have to have a good amount of experience and you kind of have to see these other techniques, perhaps, where maybe you can uh, see what like the different trends in jiu-jitsu are. And you can kind of, like, you can kind of identify, like, the root or like, kind of like the, the essence of these different techniques. And if you can understand the, the so like, if you can kind of see the, the Granby role and the Barambolo, then you'll know better how to defend it uh, or how to attack it or how to prevent someone from going, you know, doing a barambolo or a gramby. Uh, so I think that's, that's kind of my main point there, right? So um, uh, it's not like modern sport jiu-jitsu is like something just like, like way beyond whatever, like any, any that anybody can beat. I mean, that, that's just not true, right? And, um, um, I think you're kind of seeing that even with some other like really popular jujitsu coaches. I mean, they're not they're not saying we're in, well. Some of them are saying they're inventing stuff, but uh, some of them are. They're talking about how like they're trying to refine like these old techniques and to try to make them more applicable. So um, that's kind of my my point, right? Um, thank you for all these questions, right? What is the overlap between sanda and catch wrestling? Uh, Sanda has uh, the takedown, so it's like it has a top-down approach. Uh, yeah, it uh, has a lot of the same takedowns as catch wrestling, and in particular, like the the British style 
catch wrestling, which um, is much more uh, throw and, you know, like slam and like spectacular throw oriented than even like the kind of what the Americans would do. Americans uh, tend to just really want to try to dive in, like do a, it's called like a leg dive or, you know, just try to sh shoot him for a single leg. And if you fail, great. If you, if you don't fail, that's great too, because you're both on the ground and you're ready to mat wrestle. Um, so Sanda uh, would have that that big of an overlap with the kind of like the British style, right? But um, um, again, like for Sanda, once you take the person down, in Sanda rules, you have to stand back up and start neutral again. So that'd be the other thing. So keep on asking questions and see what else. Um, let's see, Takero Man ninety one. Uh, what are some of the current? Uh, catch wrestling athletes I should be watching now. Um, I think we're going to be trying to do, um, we're going to be, we're going to try to highlight more of them. Uh, definitely, uh, well, you know, recently I had Anthony Pacek on, on our, uh, our live stream. So uh, check out what he's doing. See, check him out on, online as well. Uh, also on our Instagram, uh, we try, I try to put like a lot of the short highlights, uh, on our Instagram feed and also also our um, our our Facebook, right? So check out those short clips, um, and so yeah, Anthony, um, even um, um, Christopher Morales, and um, all these people are still training and still working out. So or even Matt Tran as well. Um, you want to kind of see if you want to see a really good example, right? Matt Tran's videos that we have on our Instagram. Are really good because um, Matt had never trained in any other grappling style uh, besides catch wrestling. So he, uh, you know, he's he's also gone to different like no gi competitions and stuff, and it didn't matter the rules. He was still he was still winning them, right? So, um, and that's just with pure catch wrestling. So just understanding the principles. So it kind of goes back to my point. Nothing new under the sun, but just as long as you can kind of recognize these principles or understand the, the understand these different types of moves enough, you can block a lot of uh, people's escape attempts, or uh, you can uh, trap them in different submissions uh, based on knowing the principles. Right. So again, it's not all about how many techniques do you know. Really, it's about how well you understand the principles, and that's really I think, at least in my opinion, that's going to be one of the main. Uh, keys to victory, really, because, you know, people might throw some kind of crazy jumping thing at you, but just as long as you can keep a good base, keep a good stance, you can kind of counter well enough. Um, I think, you know, ADCC, because it's really well respected, uh, I think it should be a goal to uh, get some catch wrestlers competing in it, right? So, um, we'll see if we can't get that going uh, sooner than later, really. Um, but also, we're going to be trying to showcase catch wrestling uh, in its kind of in its pure form, right? Because um, catch wrestling traditionally doesn't have any points, right? So we still want to like we can still have people competing in ADCC, but we still want to uh, have catch wrestling matches, like real real legitimate catch wrestling matches where it's like no points you want to have like a longer time limit uh especially in the qualifying um tournaments for adcc 
uh, there are, there are shorter time limits. Like you know, traditionally, there was no time limits in catch wrestling, uh, and we also mark the pins, right? So for our event, it's a two second pin, right? So you have to definitely uh, transition out if you're trying to do your barambolo or whatever. Uh, you better like follow through and get to the next phase of your move, right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, before you pin yourself, and that actually happened in one of our events where. Uh, someone didn't bear bolo, but they tried to do a, um, a sweep, right? They tried to do a, a 10th planet electric chair kind of sweep. And uh, the it was against Matt Trans, as I mentioned, Matt. So uh, Matt was able to block the person from completing their role. And that was, uh, that was, the person was stuck there long enough and uh, probably at least five seconds. But um, so, yeah, they, they pinned themselves. Uh, let's see uh, some more of the questions here. Okay. Oh, cool. Well, yeah. Let's let's try to work on it. Also, um, I did, so the question was about you know someone hoping we do a, a documentary on the le- legitimate catch wrestling. So I just know. I mean, I'm working also with my good friend John Strickland on the East Coast, uh, who's also um, really one of the most legitimate uh, catch wrestling instructors. Um, that you can find. So uh, basically, we're trying to only show you guys like the most legit uh, catch wrestling stuff that you can find. And uh, you know, really want to thank everyone for their support uh, for catch wrestling. And uh, you know, thank you for watching. Uh, continue asking questions. I uh, really been appreciative of, of how respectful you guys have been and all your questions. Uh, so hopefully, I was able to answer a lot of them. Like in real time for you in this video uh, and also let me know if there's anybody you'd like me to talk to uh, I like I like having the conversations uh, so you guys can get some other uh, points of view uh, you know from different people right. uh, so William Woodward asked a question about is anybody going to start a network um, to try to uh, like be or meet up with local people um, it depends. Right now, it's like, in a way, we're kind of global anyway, right? So, um, uh, we'll see what we can do. Maybe even start a Discord server or something where everyone can message. Uh, we, uh, in our Catch Wrestling Alliance Academy, we do have, like, this, uh, chat room, uh, as well. Um, but, uh, maybe something where it doesn't seem to give out notifications if someone, uh, like, comments or whatever, posts something. So maybe we'll try to do something different. Um, you know, maybe something with Discord or, you know, cause that seems to be where a lot of people are nowadays, too. Uh, but, yeah, we'll keep talking about that as well. Uh, and then, let me see, someone else had a question. Taquero uh, Man. Uh, no, I mean John Strickland. So he's asking if Sean Strickland, the MMA fighter. Um, uh, no, I mean John Strickland. Um, and so you're asking, oh, so you guys are... Uh, still talking about uh, trying to find a, a way online to um, uh, talk about it. So, um, or like to, to kind of network a little bit more. So, yeah, yeah, we'll try to work on that. Um, uh, our, our, if most of you guys are on Facebook, we can do that. I personally uh, don't like Facebook. Um, uh, but I know a lot of people around the world are on it, so I um, have to respect it for that. Uh, but yeah, maybe we can do a group, um, 
maybe in the comments, like just uh, let me know where, where your preferred uh, meeting place is and then we can try to set something up on that platform. Actually, that would be good. So wherever the most of you are, then we can we can go there. All right. Uh, so the next question was, was there any upcoming catch wrestling events? Uh, so we just had the other one in Las Vegas last last week. Um, it was where my student Carolyn Clem um, just uh, really took it to uh, uh, a very experienced grappler of ten years, uh, Jolene Hex. Uh, she really, uh, you know, put a hurting on her. So that was great. Uh, that's also in our member section of our YouTube channel. If you guys want to become a member, you can see the whole match there. Uh, but we will try to work on continuing uh, having more events, right? So, um, especially now uh, during COVID, um, I, I think we'll, I, personally, I think it'll be a little bit easier because then you don't have to manage a, a live audience. Uh, so we can continue um, putting on events, uh, hopefully really soon. And so we just have to organize who can be here and stuff. So we can have a good amount of uh, matches for you guys. Uh, my original intention for the Las Vegas event was to uh, have a four-woman tournament. So it, w it was m with my friend's promotion. and um, But because of COVID and all that, actually some of the people couldn't, couldn't make it. Like one was in Europe. Right now, no Europeans can come to our country. So uh, she was out and uh, there were some other injuries and stuff like that. So... Um, yeah, for I want to try to do a catch wrestling alliance uh, event. So, uh, so hopefully that can we're, we're working on. It. <laughs> Let me see what other questions you guys have. So, with regards to ranking in catch wrestling, that's really more up more between you and your your coach. We do, so like my, my buddy John has his uh, kind of levels. I, I do in our Catch Wrestling Alliance Academy as well. Uh, so, um, so, but there is no like white belt, blue belt, purple belt, brown belt, stuff like that. But um, you, so you, there are, but yeah, just, you know, it doesn't correspond exactly to uh, jujitsu. Uh, do I have my own gym? Uh, I used to, but right now I work uh, out of Fight Science MMA in Los Angeles. So it's an MMA gym. They produce a lot of uh, a lot of MMA fighters uh, uh, over the years. So um, yeah, I'm there. So if you ever go to if you ever come to LA, so William again has a question or comment. Oh, so uh, you you have like a family lineage to. Um, some of the old catch wrestlers. There was one guy who com who competed in our last uh, Frank Gotch event in Iowa, who um, has the like direct family connection with Farmer Burns as well, and he was trying to uh, recapture uh, some of that family history. Um, so yeah, we're, we're definitely all about that because you know we work with uh, the like, several of the old timers, and unfortunately some of them have have passed, but you know we're Still working with um, you know all the ones that that um, you know are still with us. You know. Nice. All right, that's awesome. All right, do you guys have any more questions? Um, yeah. So ultimately, I mean, there's going back to my original point. There's nothing new under the sun, like uh, like the 
the passage in the Bible, right, in Ecclesiastes. Um, so you want to kind of be thinking that way uh, with regards to grappling. Catch wrestling is its own style, though, but basically it's like you can think of it, like I said earlier, it's like it's, it's really its own language, its own grappling language, so its own style, its own flavor, and if you can understand a lot of the, uh, the essences or the fundamentals of different types of moves, you should be able to still use like your catch wrestling base to overcome attacks from different styles, regardless if it's judo or jiu-jitsu or, uh, you know, greco or freestyle, whatever. Um, and so catch wrestling in particular should be able to give you that edge in competition. And, you know, in class or whatever, if you're, you know, say if you're studying catch wrestling and but you train out of a jiu-jitsu gym, uh, you know, it still should give you that edge, right? Are catch wrestling and luta libre connected in history? Uh, yeah, catch wrestling traveled to Brazil, uh, or at least some of the professional wrestlers, and that's kind of like the debate that's going on. Um, but the thing is, so like I kind of mentioned earlier, where it's like a lot of people don't like the pin. Uh, luta libre um, has kind of has kind of has the same uh, idea. Where you, if you watch a lot of footage of luta libre, you'll see where there's really no pin, right? So. Um, so it, it looks a lot, at least in my opinion, closer to just regular nogi. Um, but yeah, there is that connection. Yeah, definitely. Um, all right, I think I've uh, talked your guys' ears off enough. Uh, so uh, let me know in the comments what you'd like to hear more about. Um, but yeah, I want to just, I'll also try to bring on some more, a different guest to kind of give their perspective on training and catch wrestling. And uh, also let me know uh, if you guys wanted to do some kind of networking on any of the platforms, uh, let me know. Some of you guys mentioned Reddit, uh, Facebook. I mentioned Discord because there's a lot of people on Discord. Um, but yeah, you tell me. All right? Okay, so thank you for watching.